It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's basketball ubiquity as we welcome you in quickly before I set the show up properly. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, you got to play on this first half. West Virginia, Kansas, Big 12, about to tip. That number's dipped. I'll tell you why. Kansas lane three, it was four and a half. What do you got on the first half here, big guy? Oh, I'm going to lay the two and a half with Kansas in that contest. Uh, I don't want to deal with free throws in the end. I think Kansas, uh, before the news that you're going to get to in a minute, I really love them. I still like them a lot. I think they're going to cover that short number. I like taking the favorites and dropping down that number in the first half and hoping they cover. It's gone well Take so on far his first today. first half play there, Amal? Uh, not bad. Um, you know, KU and Kansas City at T-Mobile should do very well. But, uh, again, I'm generally not a first-half guy. I'd rather have the entirety of the game. Um, you know, perfect example, Air Force UNLV yesterday. Vegas comes back and covers the game comfortably. I, I want the full 40 minutes. The better team's generally going to have an opportunity to prevail if they are the better team that day over that 40 minutes. Yeah, UNLV needed overtime to cover, of course. we yeah. got a huge show. It is Sharp Money. He's Amal Shaw. He's Dustin Sweetelson, the big guy. I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome you in. I said basketball ubiquity because we've got basketball tipping off the whole entire show. We've got you covered with the conference tournaments. We've got good job by the big guy. Mike Florio is coming up in about 29 minutes. Of course, NBC Sports. We've got the latest on the quarterbacks. Josh Applebaum is going to join us, his customary Thursday role. Dr. John Giannini. He is a former college basketball coach. He's going to join Vinny Maliulo on Thursdays here on Sharp Money. So he joins as well. Now, we did see Kansas come down to four and a half. Remember, 
Uh, that number now three, Bill Self, here's the reason. Bill Self is going to miss the tip today against West Virginia. He was hospitalized. I actually saw the presser with him earlier. He seemed fine, but he was hospitalized. No info on his condition. There are some people and just rumors saying potentially something cardiovascular, maybe a heart attack. Don't know that for sure. But the quarterfinal matchup today against West Virginia, Bill Self will miss of course, he won his 17th Big 12 regular season title this year. He's won this Big, Ten, Big 12 tournament nine times among the defending champs. Kansas projected one seed. He's had a hell of a run there at Kansas, and we hope the best for Bill Self, who's out today against West Virginia. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Norm Roberts going to take over. Remember, Norm Roberts who led the bench uh, for St. John's uh, during his tenure and also has filled in for Bill Self. He even did so earlier this year uh, when Self was suspended, I, I believe, in the early part of the season. So, an opportunity here for KU. Again, Jalen Wilson, Grady Dick, these guys play well. They got a great shot. The Mountaineers, uh, really nice win yesterday. I know you had them in a short number at minus two. They covered all numbers yesterday against uh, Texas Tech. They rolled there. And no surprise that Mark Adams is going to be moving on from Texas Tech. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was just about to bring up. We, we said that it was a play against Texas Tech. Mm -hmm as opposed to a play in West Virginia because they're all kind of disorganized. Mark right. Adams had been suspended Amal because of racially insensitive comments. He quoted right. the Bible, something like that. Underperformed this year, Tech. Maybe he was on his way out. My assumption was he was going to get another job. You know that program well. There was a lot of turmoil. There was a lot of chatter even before he re resigned. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not an easy place to recruit to. You're, you're just about, what, about an hour, a little bit more than that from Amarillo. That's the easiest major uh, city to get get to from there but look they've done a great job we've seen it from Bobby Knight to uh, Chris Beard getting to a national title runner-up against Virginia um, in an overtime loss there so this is a program that can be successful with the right coach it'll be interesting to see who they bring in you're going to need those high school basketball ties in the state of Texas of course and um, but I, I think the one thing that they've got to do is they've got to hit a home run on the higher because the league is so tough and competitive right now there's just no room to or margin to slip uh, right now Patrick yeah, no, it's a tremendous point. And speaking of the league, be careful out there, kids, today, because it is a weird start to a Thursday in conference tournaments. How about Iowa State Baylor? Iowa State, a 78-72 win. Of course, Iowa State, a very good basketball team, but Baylor favored there. Michigan, did you see this happening? They didn't I, even show up today. Well, I said, yesterday, I, said, I said yesterday when Mike was on, he liked Michigan. I like Rutgers. I, their defense is so intense. Michigan doesn't have the offensive personnel to be able to compete against the team. I know they beat them earlier. A huge revenge spot for the for the uh, Scarlet Knights here, and they take care of business. They were down 28-25, I believe, at the break, and it was all yep. Rutgers' second half in this one. They outscored them 37-22. Yep, good call. 62-50 winner for Rutgers, so they improved their resume. Michigan, there's no ch I, I don't have Michigan in. I don't know about you with the loss to Rutgers here. I think – the winner potentially got in. I've got Michigan out off the bubble. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Michigan's not getting in. I think they're going to be uh, NIT bound. And it's interesting. I think the pressure is going to start to mount a little bit for Jawan Howard. Gotten off to a fast start there. Agreed. It looked like things were going to go in the right direction. But, you know, the thing that I'm really cons uh, interested in seeing is Jet Howard, his son, whether he decides to turn pro after this year, he's going to be projected to be a first-round pick. But Jawan played in the NBA so long, so there's probably nobody better uh, to give you an insight on what to do going into the next or going to the next level. So will he decide to turn pro or not will be something to pay attention to. 
I know a team that we expected to roll. I think St. John's, I thought St. John's coming into the day was overvalued because they beat up on a bad Butler team yesterday. But how about Marquette? Marquette's lost like two times in three months. They were laying eight and a hook, end up holding on 72-70, trailed big time in this game against St. John's. Yeah, I'm mad at myself for not playing this one. This was not necessarily, there's two factors for me looking at the Johnnies today. One, they were on their home floor in Madison Square Garden. And then the other thing was, that first game having played, many times it proves to be beneficial. We see Wake Forest cover against Miami today. Uh, you know, some of these other teams, I know Duke's off to a fast start against Pitt, but I, I think there's some opportunities when a team has played initially, it gives you an edge or a slight opportunity in terms of maybe having an edge on your opponent. Yep, well done. I, one thing I wanted to note, we've got network plays to start here, and then I'll get into the auto bid updates. Thomas Gable Race and Sportsbook director over at the Borgata checking in. He's got Hawaii, Cal State, Fullerton. He's got Fullerton catching a point and a half tonight. Same game. He's going to go under 127. Before I get to the next one, thoughts there. Fullerton catching a point and a half against Hawaii, and he's going to go under. Same game, 127. Not a big fan of the Titans. I actually like this Warriors team. Uh, but to me, in terms of this total, I like the underplay here. I, I think this is a very slow-paced team that's efficient in Hawaii. Uh, but other than that, going to stay away from this one. Okay. Toledo uh, in Miami of Ohio earlier today, he had the over 153 and a half, a 91 75 winner Mac conference tournament for Toledo. Now this is on me. I sent the plays over late. This is for sharp money viewers. Remember VEASAN pros get access to all the plays from the network players here on the show. So we send those over early in the morning to the big guy. I didn't get them over early enough. We do have the plays up from the other network players, but you can always check out those plays at VEASAN.com slash pro picks. If you are a VEASAN pro, which you can sign up right now for 19 bucks, all of our network plays will be sent early every single day. So make sure you check those out. Okay. Auto bid updates. Uh, last night, Colgate's dominance continues yeah. in the Patriot. How about that? 79-61 winner over Lafayette. They cover the 14 easily. Four straight big dance appearances for Colgate. That's a legit team coming out of the Patriot. Well, they can shoot the ball. They're really good from beyond the perimeter. And I think it's going to be a challenge for a team that if they don't defend the three-point shot could be one that you can don't want to sleep on. I think you see Colgate catching double digits. You'll see money coming in on them real quickly. Uh, the Raiders will take money very quickly in this one when we get the announcement on Sunday who, who they face off against. Auto bid. We talked about it yesterday on the show. I got two, got bet up to three. A&M Corpus Christi beat Northwestern State 75-71. Watched this game right after we concluded. I was watching that in the UNLV go to overtime and cover against Air Force. But Corpus Christi and then the Big Sky, Northern Arizona, how they got to the final, we don't know. But they bow out Montana State 63-57, although they do cover Northern Arizona that seven it closed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, this was a game that uh, it was competitive. It was a high-scoring first half, and then the second half with free throws and everything else like that, uh, we see Montana State uh, right there landing on the number at 7 at 85-78. But again, that's where the end game comes in. You could have gotten NAU uh, 9.5, 10.5, even as high as 11.5 at uh, times throughout this game. Game's in progress right now. I... Pitt's one of the better offenses in the country. Yeah. You know, the experience they have, they start what four seniors, even the junior, I think it's Hinson. They start yeah. the junior. He's like 23, 24 years old. them all. So they've got a great backcourt, a lot of experience. Duke starts four freshmen right now. An update. We know Duke's coming into the tournament 
and then into the NCAAs. They're rolling, and they're rolling right now, 32-17. That's a home game. They're playing in Greensboro, but Duke playing well. Yeah, well, look, they got off to a 12 nothing start in this game, and the, the Devils generally play extremely well in Greensboro. That's always been an advantage for them, and I think you'll see that. And that's the thing to pay attention to Carolina. I would not be surprised at all if they make a deep run here in the ACC tournament just simply based on the location. Remember, they've played this tournament in Brooklyn in the past. Um, you know, you've seen some of those Carolina teams not fair as well, but Duke off to a tremendously quick start right now, leading 33-17, and they're going to the free-throw line once again here. It should be an intentional foul, really. I'm, I'm looking at this uh, replay here, and they probably should change the call to an intentional. Duke had another leak out, and Pittsburgh just not getting back on defense. But pay attention to this one. Miami got off to a slow start today, end up taking care of business against uh, Wake Forest. This is going to be a fun ACC tournament. And you, big guy, cashed on Miami. However, I think you were gripping at the end because it wasn't it a potential buzzer beater there? There was a buzzer beater that was waved off, and that could have killed the first half bet there. So very happy that worked out in my favor. 3-0 to start the day. Solid start to a Thursday. No big Flex deal. On Feeling kind of good. Could be the winds. Could be the Starbucks to my left. Either way, inside, feeling warm and fuzzy. By the, the way, don't, don't, good. Don't, yeah, don't hurt yourself patting yourself on the back. The SEC right now, we're in overtime. I don't know if you had to play here, Amal. Mississippi State and Florida State is up 362.59. 64 just got a bucket. Overtime, 233 to play. No, I took the in-game Gators, eight and a half. They were getting smoked early on here, and uh, I just thought it would be too many points. You know, outside of Tolu Smith, this team struggles offensively, and he gets half his points getting on offensive rebounds, getting back up on the glass. Mississippi State, very good defensive team, not a good team from an offensive standpoint. Florida without Castleton, not the same basketball team. But Golden's team, I figured, would be competitive. So far, uh, so good in overtime, but long way to go. Almost lost FIU yesterday, getting seven and a half in game in the overtime against Louisiana Tech. Do you care about your Buckeyes? Beat Wisconsin yesterday. They're up a point on Iowa. Do you care? Yeah, I was looking at Iowa here today. Okay. When we come back, we'll shift, go quarterbacks. Right up the road from me, Malibu. The Jets were out here talking to Aaron Rodgers. We got updates next here at Sharp Money. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. 
Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. I saw our boy Josh Applebaum tweet the betting splits over at vsin.com for a teaching moment today. Josh is going to be joining us. And before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. If you want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see all the changes in the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match. The public opinion betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. And while we're doing it, I'm a company guy. vsin has done an amazing job with the daily newsletter. It's free. It's called vsin Daily. You go put your email address in at vsin.com. But also, I just love the categorization. Like, everything's there. If you want to bet a certain conference, all the links are there. Make sure you go sign up for free. It's kind of a good place to start here at VEASAN. As we welcome you in, I'm Patrick Maher, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, of course, my co-host, Amal Shaw. This is Sharp Money. It's VEASAN, the sports betting network. A lot of F-bombs during the break. So before I get to the breaking news out of the NBA, Amal, would you like to update us on what is causing so much consternation? I'm not just Dustin sitting here chirping in my ear. You know, he had these plays this morning. I mean, that's about it. Just watching the game. By the way, one thing I do want to talk about real quickly before you move forward. You know, I've heard people on our network sometimes say, well, you know, teams laying 12, 14, they're going to pull their starters. 
Stop with that nonsense. You don't know anything about college basketball if that's your assertion. I'm watching this Ohio Buff, uh, Ohio Ball State game right now. Ohio's up 22. They just pulled their starters with 2.09 to go because Ball State did the rolling timeout where you just make the automatic change, where you make a line change like you do in hockey. Nobody pulls their guys unless you're at the under final four-minute minute timeout. That is such a misnomer. It drives me nuts when people go, well, you know, they're going to be up this much. They're going to pull their guys. Dude, Krzyzewski had everybody in until two minutes to go. You think the guys that start and get your team in that position don't want to pad their stats? Nobody plays. You look in the box score, unless you're playing one of those teams that out of the swack in the early part of November, you're not having guys play more than two to three minutes that are scrubs. Speaking of Coach K, did you pour one out last night for Jim Beheim? Oh, absolutely. You know, raise the glass. By the way, that was a firing. That was not a retirement. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that. You're, I'm glad you said that. I'm all in. I'm all out. Coming up in just a little bit. More news on the Bayheim firing, and it really was. Now, this is a little bit of breaking news out of the association. Amal Shaw, NBA, the Suns. So you saw it. I think it was pregame warmups last night. It was a terrible roll of the ankle from Kevin Durant. And the news, it appears the Suns are nervous because it looks like a grade two sprain for Kevin Durant of that ankle. Could miss the rest of the remainder season. Uh, regular season part of me and potentially the start of the postseason. So a team that wanted to gel and certainly we've done a lot of jockeying. I know I have on sharp money with what they looked like offensively with Booker. And of course, Kevin Durant, they needed time to gel a little bit into that playoff push. And it looks like a grade two sprain regular season Dunzo for Durant and potentially the start of the postseason. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, how long he's out is going to have a huge impact, but you know, we still got, you're talking April. I mean, you're, you're talking six weeks. So uh, if there's a possibility of healing up, he's got plenty of time. But it'll be interesting to see how this thing plays out. Maybe Chris Paul can lead him to a championship. Oh, wait. No, that's the reason why they traded for Durant. And also, the NBA postseason is interminable. It's, what, two months? It takes forever. On and on and on. So we shall see. Kevin Durant, a little update. Looks like a grade two sprain. You saw it last night. I yeah. mean, it looked like Zankel was going to pop. And he's had major, obviously, injury concerns. Okay, we've got Mike Florio joining us here on Sharp Money from NBC Sports coming up in about 12 minutes. So let's get the update. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. So here's what we know. Uh, it's up to him at this point, right? What are his intentions? Is he going to retire? Is he going to request a trade? Because he needs to tell the Packers what his intentions are because we know the Packers will they're interested if they, they want to move Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers has veto power. He's got 60 million guaranteed from the Packers in 2023. And yesterday, the Jets contingency, including Woody Johnson, his son, Christopher Johnson, Douglas, the general manager, uh, head coach Hackett, who they brought in. Remember, Hackett was Aaron Rodgers offensive coordinator there with Green Bay and a friend of his. They flew yesterday, excuse me, Tuesday out to California, hung out with Rodgers at his Malibu crib right down the road over here and tried to talk him into becoming a jet because their options are starting to get limited. We talked about Derek Carr signing with the Saints. So here it is. They're interested in signing him. The Packers would be interested in trading him, but he, like he does all the time, is making it about him, Rodgers. It's a hostage situation. He has yet to make up his mind. As they say in Tropic Thunder, we don't negotiate with terrorists. And I don't understand how long you're going to continue to acquiesce to this guy. Look, I get his talent. I, I'm, his, I'm a huge fan of Rodgers. I think he's an incredible talent. I know a lot of people are down on him based on the season they had last year. But I think it's attributable to a lot of things. By the way, when was the last time you saw a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback never have a first-round wide receiver drafted for him during his entire tenure with the team? Can't think of one. 
on the spot, yeah, but go I, ahead. No, I, I, well, my point being is it's not like the Packers have done him any favors. At some point in time, maybe it's time to dissolve the relationship, and I think this is a perfect example of one that needs to be dissolved. Because the money is prorated, it would be a cat-friendly deal for the Jets. So it makes sure, it makes sense for the Jets. And I think you nailed it with a first-rounder protected and a second-rounder for Rodgers. That's probably the package for a 39-year-old quarterback. Fair? Yeah, absolutely. So that's it. That's the update. The Jets and Packers, uh, we'll see if there's a trade made. We do know there's a heavy push from the contingency there as they all flew out to Malibu. How about that? It's not a bad vacation to come out, hang out. It was a five-hour meeting at Rogers Malibu crib. No word if they left the lights on. Okay. <laughs> that was a terrible stick. Is it Motel stick. 6? <laughs> terrible stick. Hey, by the way, Lamar Jackson will have plenty to say, uh, of course, when – uh, Mike Florio joins us in a couple of minutes because he's a lawyer and he has plenty to say about the representation. You think he should grab a representative and just pay him a couple hundred grand? Uh, somebody would probably do that. Uh, other than him, because there's other quarterback news, Jimmy G. So it looks like free agency. Remember, free agency starts March 15th. It looks like there's going to be three teams lining up for Jimmy G's services. The Raiders, the Panthers, and the Texans. It's interesting. Now, six seasons with the 49ers, success, injuries, ups and downs. We know it. Last year, he was seven and three as a starter. Now, it's as a better, it, many people have discussions about what quarterbacks mean to wins yeah. on a team. But remember, Garoppolo's 40 and 17 in regular season, four and two in the postseason. So he does win. I know you're not a huge fan of his. The Texans would like to use him as a bridge. Remember, they have yeah. the number two overall pick. So they're going to draft a quarterback at two of them all. The Panthers actually have, what, the ninth pick and the Raiders the seventh pick. So Jimmy G being coveted by the Raiders, the Panthers, and the Texans right now. i tell you what, if he wound up in Houston, it'd be perfect. Uh, see, to me, my cr uh, criticism of Garoppolo is not about the fact that he's, he's not Aaron Rodgers. We all know that. The way people talk about him, I think they're dumb enough to make that implication or that leap that he is that good of a player. I think he's a serviceable guy on a team like the 49ers, on a, on a team like the Texans. He's fantastic. You bring in a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud or an Anthony Richardson, you have an opportunity for, for a player to learn from a real pro. And I think on a team like Houston that really has a long way to go, it's not a bad, as you use the word bridge, I think it's a perfect term. It's a great situation, a great solution right now in the short run. For me, the big thing, though, is, if I'm the Green Bay, I'm sorry, if I'm the Houston Texans, um, what are you looking to do by bringing him in? And if you're looking to tutor the young player, I think it's a great move. Uh, the other teams you mentioned, Carolina, fine. Uh, I still think that Derek Carr is better for New Orleans, and I think Carr was the best option for Carolina as well. And then the Raiders, I don't even understand why you'd bring in Garoppolo. Um, what, what's the goal here, to go 7-10? and 10? He's not winning with this defense that they have. Knows the system. The McDaniel system is tough. It takes about a year to get familiar. Knows the system. Bridge over Jimmy G. You seem like a big Simon and Garfunkel fan. I am. Hey, you, you at least conceded that Garoppolo, great in the locker room. Teammates love him. He's constantly lauded for you know, his personality, a laid-back guy that people get along with. So he would be a good bridge, yeah? I, yeah, absolutely. No, see, here's the problem. You know, when you, Michael Lombardi, and I talked about this, I know Lombardi absolutely has a love affair with J Jimmy Garoppolo. But my problem is don't sit there and try and tell me, don't sell me waterfront property in Nebraska and tell me it's on the ocean. 
Okay, and that's what you're doing with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what Lamar Jackson's trying to do with the Baltimore Ravens. He's trying to tell them he's Patrick Mahomes. You're not Pat Mahomes, dude. You're a very, very good player. You're not healthy enough. You're not consistent enough throwing the football. I mean, half these wide receivers should be signed up for yoga classes the minute they land in Baltimore because this guy's going to jerk them left, right, and center on the passes. Two zingers in two sentences. Mall shot. By the way, uh, do you think Aaron Rodgers is a good passer from inside the pocket or Tom Brady a good passer from inside the pocket? Yes. I, I you would answer yes. Yes, of course. So Mina Kimes, who we spoke with at the Super Bowl, she does a great job for ESPN. Uh, she broke down the numbers. A Jackson has a p- higher passer rating last year from inside the pocket over Rodgers. I don't care Brady, about ESPN's passer Cousins. rating. I'm going to interrupt you on that one. I don't really care. Let me ask you a question. When the game's on the line, I need to make a throw like Jalen Hurts made in that Super Bowl. Do I want Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, or Tom Brady? Let me let me see how many rings my man Lamar's got. So you've, and how many do, how, how many rings does Jalen Hurts have? You know what? If he play, if he, if the storyline was better, he could have won one. Maybe if the Philly fan base weren't so absolutely just distasteful, maybe the NFL wouldn't have given them that horrific call going against them. And I'm just trying to work through the yoga zing. So what is the yoga? He's zing? got um, Mark Andrews is going to have chiropractic problems for the rest of his life because Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball with any kind of accuracy. Mike Florio is next at NBC Sports. Duke right now is pummeling Woodshed 47-28 over Pitt. Sharp money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for $19. So, again, only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops-Peterson and more. Sign up today to get the betting odds. It's $19. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, we got you back here. We'll get back to the basketball. He's Amal Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Any chance you have to get a media superstar on, you bring them on. And that's Mike Florio, NBC Sports and Pro Football Talk Insider. Great website. Also, he's got a new book coming out, a new mob novel called Father of Mine that comes out April 25th. You can pre order. It's available now for the ebook for just $4.99 on Amazon. Father of Mine. I have to start there. I'm a big mafia guy. So you're writing novels now, Mike? Yeah, you know, it's just one of the realities of the pandemic, sitting around twiddling my thumbs, started typing one night, and, you know, the next thing you know, you have something that uh, that uh, becomes whatever this will be. But it was it was fun to write. My dad was connected when I was growing up. He was a bookie for the mob in the town I grew up in. So this is based on or inspired by whatever the proper language is, the exploits of the mob that ran the town that I grew up in. And the mob was everywhere back in the 70s. and. Uh, but for the fact that all those guys are dead now, I probably wouldn't have breathed a word of any of the stuff that was going on. Had you wanted to write fiction? I'll get to the football. Had you wanted to write fiction before you just started picking away at the keys? Well, you know, the low-hanging fruit there is that some would say that I write fiction all the time. But, <laughs> hey, yeah, it was always something I was interested in. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I write so much every day, and it just kind of disappears because – the only thing that's relevant is what you've written right now. So everything I wrote yesterday is meaningless. The day before, even more meaningless. And so I wanted to write something that 
that that would survive a little bit, that somebody could read and enjoy, you know, whenever, down the road, after I'm dead. That That's the, you know, people worry about their legacies, and I guess for me the best legacy would be if I write something. And, and, and I, I plan on writing a bunch of these, so, like, the odds are, I hope, eventually, if you, you know, if you write enough of them, eventually there'll be one that doesn't suck. The The idea of having someone read and enjoy something I wrote after I'm gone is, is the best legacy I can think of. So I hate to be morbid, but, you know, then again, I, I, I could get whacked in retribution for writing this book. So uh, that day may be sooner than later. Well, sincerely, congratulations. Father of mine out April 25th, Mike Florio. You've written well about Lamar Jackson. You've had plenty to say about the lack of representation. I want you to run with it. I won't lead the witness. Where are you right now on Lamar Jackson? Well, he needs a, an agent now more than ever, especially when he gets into this situation with the non-exclusive franchise tag. He can talk to teams. He can negotiate with teams. We're hearing the parade of teams that aren't interested in him. If you have an agent, an agent who is very uh, knowledgeable and who has relationships throughout the league, that person can make phone calls. That person can make things happen. That person can get in touch with people from the media and float things that may or may not be true. There's all sorts of ways that having an agent can help. My concern is he's too stubborn at this point to change because he would believe he's admitting that he should have had an agent all along. He should have had an agent all along. But I think it's critical now if he really wants to try to make the most out of this situation and finally get a long-term deal done, he needs someone to be doing it for him. He needs someone to explain to him when the time has come to accept. At some point, you've got to do a deal with someone. He's been unable to do a deal with the Ravens. The Ravens do deals with people all the time, including with Roquan Smith, who doesn't have an agent. It's not the Ravens. Mar Jackson, and you know I, I feel bad for where he is right now. But the reality is, he bears a lot of responsibility for where things are right now because he's refused to have an agent. You know, Mike, I'm so happy you made that point. I brought this up the other day that I think he could have. I understand you don't want to give away three percent. I think that's still the current number or the max that an agent can charge at this point in time. But I felt like. He could have negotiated with somebody and said, listen, take me on in this particular instance. I'm going to give you a million-dollar flat fee, half a million, whatever it is. I just thought an agent would be willing to take him on to say they represent him because of his name. He's a top-ten name in the National Football League. I mean, from your perspective, why did he decide to go independently here? I understand the 3% fee. Let's say you get $250 million. Nobody wants to give away $7.5 million. But a player of his caliber could have negotiated down and said, listen, it's half a million. You want it or not, there's the door. Well, and 3% is the maximum that's allowed by the NFL Players Association. There has been a push in recent years to make that lower. Uh, for plenty of players, it is lower. Plenty of agents go as low as 1%. Some do it for free. Um, there was a, a fight a few years back where the union wanted to make the default number 1.5% on the standard we... representation agreement. You there? Yep. Sorry, no, Mike. No, we got you. Yep, yeah, I mean, we, yep, we got you. We had so, lost you for a second, uh, but he's so anyway, back. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is this. I think players have decided to represent themselves because they think they're saving money. And I remember when I practiced law, you know, you'd take a, on a contingency fee for a, a case where you represent a plaintiff, it's a significant percentage if you take it all the way through trial. 33% if I put my money into this case and I put my time into this case and I take it through trial, which is unpredictable, and we win. 
And every once in a while, a client would say, well, why is it so high? And it's like, well, that's what it is. That's the standard rate. And, you know, you got two choices. You can take 67% of what I can get for you, or you can take 100% of what you can get on your own. And I guarantee you that what you get on your own is going to be a hell of a lot less than 67% of what someone gets for you. And that's where Lamar and others like him are, I think, misguided. 100% of the pie they get on their own is going to be a lot less than 97, 98, 99% of the pie that an agent gets for them. But, but they, they just they don't want to do it. And I think the other problem, too, unlike taxes, which come out of the game check, the agent fees get paid via an invoice that's issued once per year. So it hurts a lot more to, to write that big check, especially when you think all the guy did was send a few emails. I could do that. I could do You know, this isn't hard. And I think players don't understand everything that a good agent does, especially in a complicated case like this one. Mike Florio, the Jets were hanging out in Malibu with Rodgers on Tuesday. Are they going to get a deal done here? Well, they better get a deal done because if they don't get a deal done with Rodgers, what are they going to do? Who are they going to get? Where are they going to go? Jimmy Garoppolo? Hey, Jets fans, you've been excited for a week now about Aaron Rodgers. Sorry we weren't able to do the deal. How about Jimmy Garoppolo instead? Please renew your season tickets by March 18th. I mean, come on. They, so they've, they've put themselves, I think, in a very tough spot. And I think that, that Rodgers uh, has all the power now if he goes there. They, they went to him. You know, I always pay attention to little things like that. When Greg Penner wanted to hire Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh didn't go to Denver to meet the Broncos' CEO. Penner got on a plane and went to Ann Arbor. When Rodgers and the Jets are talking about getting together, it's not Rodgers going on a plane to New York. It's ownership. It's the brother of the owner. It's the team president. It's the head coach, the GM, the offensive coordinator, all getting on a plane and going to see Rodgers. They're bending over backwards for this guy. So, you know, it just feels like that's the Jets' best option and maybe only option. I think at this point, as far as it's gone, they've just got to get this deal done. Now, Rodgers could decide to do something else. But the Jets had better do everything in their power to get this done. Are you surprised at all that there's speculation of, uh, you know, potentially it was the Raiders, I understand, that now Jimmy Garoppolo is being floated to a few different teams. To me, is there anybody else in this market that's going to move the meter at all? I mean, Carr signed with New Orleans and now Rodgers is the last piece. Is there anyone else that would intrigue you for any of these teams? Well, Tom Brady, if he wakes up at some point in June or July and changes his mind about not playing, and I think he could pass a lie detector test right now when he says, I'm done. You know, I I really think he believes it. And uh, he may believe something very different when football season rolls around. But but you're right, there there aren't a lot of names out there that that, uh, are going to get people excited. There are going to be names, but not names that get people excited. And my concern, if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, is if I sign with the three teams that have been linked to him recently, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Texans, that I'm the starter until the first round of the draft. And then Raiders, Panthers, Texans, one of those teams drafts my replacement, and then I become this year's Mitch Trubisky. And there's a guy every year that is the starter unquestioned for six weeks. And then it's like, well, when are you going to get benched? And he's been through that two years ago in San Francisco. And after the 2021 season ended, he said, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. And if I'm him... I'd rather go be the understudy to Tua Tonga-Vailoa than be in a position to become Jimmy Garoppolo from 2021 instead of guy who is clear starter 
for whatever team it's going to be for the 2023 season. And I think whatever contract he signs will tell us a lot about whether he's at risk for getting supplanted. It's Pro Football Talk at Pro Football Talk, NBC Sports. Father of mine. All kidding aside, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Comes out April 25th. Mike Florio. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. Thanks, Chad. Great talking to you. Thank you. Okay, good to talk to you. Out here writing novels. That's incredible. All right, when we come back, more on Bayheim. We've got a 1 o'clock tip as well with Kent State in Northern Illinois. Sharp money. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square right on the house. If the number on your square matches the final score of the game, guess what? You're going to win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiverSquares.com. That's BetRiverSquares.com. My partner, Amal Shaw, I'm Patrick Maher, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, on a Thursday. This is Sharp Money. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I was just going to say my partner's having some betting remorse. Better's remorse on games he didn't play. Fair? Yeah, absolutely. Rutgers this morning, and then um, took a smaller play on that one. But I, mean, I was going to go bigger on that. And then the George, the real the one I have remorse on is St. Louis in play. Now, Billikens were down early against George Mason. They were minus one and a half on the end game. That was the best number I saw. And um, they absolutely just cr- – they're up 23 right now in the second half with five to go. Would you say that winning or losing affects your mood? Uh, it depends. It, it, it depends if on I asked Jay, If I asked Jay Shaw, the father of, and I said, hey, does your son have a better attitude when he wins his bets and a worse attitude when he loses his bets, what would his response be? No, I'd say I'm even keel in that sense. I, for me, I'm a kind of guy – like I say my piece and I'm Uh-oh. done. I get over it pretty quick. You got to keep moving forward. You know, I can't be like Sweetelson here and pat myself on the back for a win. I'm not sitting there t- going crazy because I had BCU today and just, you know, absolutely just, you know, hey, tap myself on the back. You know, Davidson has no athletes, had no shot with lawyer running the point there today. But, you know, we could talk about that for 20 minutes if you want, but I don't. Big guy, would you like to, uh, to respond? I'm just, letting, I'm just letting America know that a way to feel alive, to let everyone know you have a pulse is to flex a little bit after a victory. Let, let me ask you a question, Sweetelson. Do you think ever in my life I've walked into a room and someone says, you know, that guy feels like he's connected to a respirator? Only when the show starts. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man. <laughs> You're the only broadcaster in America that has more energy yelling at Ben Wilson when he's leaving the studio than you do when we start the show. You know, the problem is you guys are both right on that point today. (laughs) To to the point where I would even say during the breaks, the animation we get now, the language we get is not appropriate for FCC regulated radio. But there was a moment where I had to look it up. I thought based on what you called Ball State, they were part of the uh, the Cal State system. If you catch my drift on the initials before you said their name. Put it this way. Mike Florio is writing about the mafia. John Gotti would have blushed hearing Amal Shaw during the last break. (laughs) I mean, seriously, that is unbelievable listening to the words coming, just flying all over the place. Hey, speaking of which flying out of Syracuse, unless he really loves the cold is going to be Jim Beheim. Jim Beheim was at Syracuse for 47 years. And the school statement that they released did not refer to a retirement. Nope. He was fired. 100%. That's it. 
He was fired by Syracuse. Good for Syracuse for finally making the move that should have been made half a dozen years ago. You know, they come out right after the press conference. You know, based on his statement, I don't think he was aware it was coming down because he goes, well, maybe this, that, and the other and uh, in terms of retirement. but And they immediately put in Adrian Autry. I mean, yes. it, it, this was not something – this was decided several weeks ago back in probably mid-January, maybe middle of February. We're going to make a change, and this is the guy we're going to go with. Uh, you nailed it. And also, remember when we played the clip, the clip was so droning. I had to have Dustin pull the clip down when he was talking, and he was being so condescending with the reporters about whether or not he was going to return. Remember a little nugget from that clip, Amal, was he said, I don't know, you'll have to ask them. He got fired. There's no there's no other way around it. Behind he's 78 years old. He got canned. Absolutely right. I didn't like the notion that somebody put out there, well, you know, his age. No, the age wasn't a factor. The guy, listen. There's nobody who's brought in more talent that's achieved less than Jim Beheim. Maybe the only Five person. Final four appearances in 47 years. 03 National Championship. You mentioned it yesterday. I'm going to run down the resume and let you respond. 10 Big East regular season titles, which, by the way, Bill Self just won his 17th in like 21 seasons <laughs> yeah. at Kansas. 47 years for Beheim. 10 Big East regular season titles. They flipped to the ACC in 2013. I'll put it this way. When you think about Beheim, I think of Sherm Douglas, Ronnie Sykley, Derek Coleman, that team that didn't win it. They lost to, I believe it was Indiana yeah, in the finals. In 87, that's the team for one of the first teams. I remember his biggest legacy is the two, three zone. Essentially. I mean, it, it, if you think about it, when you think Bayheim, you think of the two, three, you're correct on that. And by the way, I want to give you a coach that, you know, extremely well uh, from iron mountain by the name of Tom Izzo. He's been to eight final fours. And I'll tell you right now, the last big time recruit that Izzo had that I can recall was Jay rich. I mean, Jason Richardson, who has he brought in since Tom Izzo just wins with guys that look like some of them should be, uh, you know, oh taking your groceries out to your car. I mean, they just find ways to be competitive. He had a stretch where I think every guy who had played or stayed four years made a final four over a certain number of years. I mean, what he's been able to achieve. The problem is people in the media, especially in these smaller markets, Patrick, and you know this, for people that are unfamiliar, the teams issue credentials to the, the media that covers that team. And you can't come out and criticize these guys because you need that for your livelihood in order to be able to cover the team, write for the team, or however you report on the team. Otherwise, you're going to get basically banned or blackballed. And if you came out and criticized a guy like Beheim in Syracuse, you're done. You're going to be persona non grata. You're going to be unemployable. And so he gets a pass. I mean, in 47 years, it's great. He made five Final Fours. A lot of people would take that. But when you look at the talent, one of the greatest college players I've ever seen went, I think, number three overall to Sacramento, Billy Owens. I mean... What do they win mm -hmm. with Owens? Lawrence Moten had a great career. I mean, we saw Johnny Flynn was a top five pick. There, there have been a ton of dudes that have come through Syracuse. For whatever reason, they can never put it together. And I'm going to tell you what hurt him, and this is why Izzo's teams have always been great compared to Bayheim. This guy schedules every directional school possible until January. It is unbelievable. This guy, you talk about an epic stat pattern. If Bill Self scheduled the way Jim Beheim is scheduled and never played Duke, Michigan State, Gonzaga, and these teams in the non-conference, he'd be chasing down Mike Krzyzewski within 10 years. Izzo's the type of guy that schedules a tough non-conference. Well, Izzo's hey. like the flyweight. He's like, yeah, man, I'll fight, I'll fight the heavyweight. It's okay, no problems. Speaking of fighting, if you saw Beheim, you wouldn't try to fight him, would you? Like, no, I played cool cards with way. him one night. Oh, I was talking so cards much. with him. Yeah, I was talking so much noise to him. He couldn't stand me. Was he a fish? Well, he called me down all the way for, yeah, for a lot. I said, I said, you think your ace king's good here, buddy? Get the hell out of here. I know how you people play up there. You play, you play like your schedule. You people.
I was referencing like, the least surprising orange. thing that's happened in 52 minutes of Sharp Money today is you using the phrase "you people." Patrick, let's, next, let me tell you something. Everybody's going to get canceled. Some by age, some by inability. <laughs> look at the, look at the I don't care. <laughs> I'm going down on my own sword. Forget all of that. All you woke people out there, have a nice day. Northern Illinois, Kent State. Let's do it. This number open 12. Samich is on Kent State with the move up to 13 and a half. He said it's a big Vegas group play today. So I'll get to Samich's play coming up in just a little bit. We've got four from Samich, who's part of the network here on Sharp Money. But this one, Kent State's a much better basketball team, two seed. Uh, they've won seven of uh, their last eight overall. Northern Illinois, it's interesting. They met once Northern Illinois and Kent State in the regular season of them all. Yeah. It was in Illinois, and Northern Illinois was a 12-point dog, and they beat Kent State 86-76. Yeah. Uh, 162 Sorry, scored in that first meeting. You got a total here of 140 and a half. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Huge revenge spot here for um, uh, in this game for Kent State. Remember one thing, though, keep in mind. When you look at this uh, NIU team, they are without their leading score, have been for half the year. So that's a real challenge in this particular match when you look at the fact that Keyshawn Williams only played 15 games, was averaging 18 points a game. He is out for the season. That's going to be a big blow in this matchup. Uh, the one thing I will tell you when you look at NIU, they're inconsistent. They come in under 500. I can see why Mike uh, alluded to the fact that there was a group that was on this one. Good, good revenge spot here for the Golden Flashes. So let's stop dicking around. Are we going to bet as a family, the three of us? Are we going to lay it with the Flashes? Are we going to lay the 13 and a half? Or did we lose the 12 and you didn't get the best of it, so you're not going to? No, I'm not going to lay it because I think when you get into some of these types of numbers, it becomes a lot more precarious in the non-conference games. You know, the one play, when you look at, for example, right now, Colorado's down one against UCLA early, uh, late first half with two minutes to go at T-Mobile. I'm, I'm telling you, unless the game's a blowout like the East Carolina-South Florida game or the Ohio-Ball State game where it's a pick em and we see Ball State get beat by 20. I, I think so many of these games are far tighter than you would anticipate in the conference tournaments. These 7, 8, 9, 10-point dogs, we saw it last night with NAU, even though they were kind of at their wits' end against Montana State, the dogs tend to be competitive. Yes, Duke's up 27 on Pitt. But again, that was a six-point line. It just feels like when you have these teams that are 13- and 14-point favorites, they don't seem to get there at least as much from my perspective. You people. You wild, bro. You're wild. You're a weird dude. You honestly are. I love you. You know, you're a good guy. I like talking to you on the phone when you talk to me and I don't get to say a word. But other than that, you're, you're, you're a weird cat. Well, I, uh, the hey. reason I got to talk on the phone is I don't get a chance to talk on the show much. Two freaking... Wait, why is why are you laughing? Because that was a great line. It's funny because he lives hey. in his own universe. Are you kidding me? He, I'm still trying to get over that psychopath. first segment we started the show with. He's a legit psychopath. <laughs> hey, quickly, Zach Cohen wrote over at Vison.com about potentially you're going to be able to bet on the WWE. No shot. Go check that article out at Vison.com. It was a good line by Amal Shaw. He's starting to fire up. I think he just woke up from his nap. <laughs> It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.